Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit, and good morning, Tevon. Brothers and sisters, I'm about to share with you this morning the mandate, finally, that God has given me for the ministry that he has uh, called me to. For 36 years, it'll be 36 this year, I think, I've been walking by faith. And I've been walking by empowerment from God. And I've been, for 36 years, casting out demons bringing people, reconnecting people to Jesus, and then Jesus connecting them to God. And I've been doing this consistently. I've probably been out of 36 years, maybe out of all those days, I don't, you could do the math, but maybe I've not cast out demons done exorcisms, inner healing, divine healing. If I put them all together, they wouldn't equal um, three months. But you know, the, the longer we work for God, the more he unravels the, the mysteries of, uh, I guess, what little I know, the I, 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 only thing I could call it is salvation. I'm going to share something with you. As you know, I, I've updated the website. And um, I'm updating the website because I'm in a new place with God. I'm not where I was, <laughs> um, certainly not 35 years ago. I'm not even where I was 35 days ago. I'm not even where I was, brothers and sisters, 35 hours ago or 35 minutes. And this is where God intends to bring you. And I always use terms like, I can see people fighting God. I can see people battling God. Um, and and I say these things, and, and I've been saying them for 30-some years, and now God is establishing to me that, um, okay, see here? See here? This, this is what you had 28 years ago. Now I'm going to use it. That doesn't mean that he's going to do that with you because God always takes a pioneer. And I've studied a lot of the men and women of faith that were pioneers prior to me, not even realizing that uh, I was a pioneer. I just realized I'm a servant and I'm called to serve. And actually, I like it that way. Because I don't allow other people to put their expectations on me. And I've been able to put my expectations in Christ Jesus. 
and he always comes through. So I want to share with you this message that God gave to me. And if you if you did go to the website, you will find I'm 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 going over it again. <coughs> Excuse me. To make sure that it's in order. Because God does things in an orderly way. Do not text me this morning while I'm on this broadcast because I'm not going to answer it. Okay? Don't try to communicate with me. It's so disrespectful. That's what God's been showing me. Do not text me with anything while I'm on just on the broadcast. Now, Jose, what I need you to do, I need you to cut it off. I'm going to play this song. Everything prior to this song, I want you to cut it off, like what I just said, because I'm using this message, and I will be using this message as an intro into this realm and into this part of the mission that I've got to fulfill from now till I go to be with Jesus or from now till Jesus comes, whichever whichever comes first. Praise God. So that's what I want you to do. as I try to find this song here. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. You see, up until God gave me the first word to put on that website, I was still waiting for him, waiting on God. Brothers and sisters, you have got to learn to wait on God so that your work can be perfected. So that you can be a winner in everything you do. And and prayerfully, what I'm going to share with you will help you understand the, that process. Let's go. Come on.
yourself. Speak it over your money, say it. Speak it over your neighbor, say it. Let me hear y'all say it till it gets way down in your spirit. Say it till it breaks on you. Come on. Anybody believe in God for anything? Say it again. Just one more time, say, all things are possible. Sometimes you got to remind yourself, hey, everybody shout with me. Yes, Lord, I believe. Shout it out if you agree. Yes, Lord, I agree. Everybody shout with me. Yes, Lord, I agree. Let's go. All things are possible. Last time, everybody say it. Joseph Shepherd. I am a missionary. I've been on the mission field for 36 years. And in the latter part of these 70 years, I have been given an assignment by God to work with him in his work to make you, to make his people understand that he makes them. My part is small in this mission, but I have been trained, called, and chosen to help enable and empower his people here on earth. The mandate that God has given me is to bring a manifestation of his supernatural power of deliverance, enablement, empowerment, reconciliation, and restoration to this generation of believers. God is in the process of making you. Please get this and understand me this morning. God is in his process of making you. And he's been in the process of trying to make you. And I say trying because even God, unlike some men and women, will not go against your will. God, in his process of making you, is going to entrust some of you with the ability to capture the spirit of the visionary. God gave this word to me from his word. He says, 
Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put the same upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. That's Numbers 11.17. You see, brothers and sisters, there's a great difference between vision and ambition. Vision is the perspective of God concerning the future. Ambition is linked to ego and it is the enemy of vision. Ambition as the enemy of vision is continually at work against vision. And it uses weapons such as personal agendas and lack of commitment more than any other weapon in its arsenal. Listen to this. A person with a personal agenda and who lacks commitment does not allow God to be God. The greatest obstacles to vision in a calling from God to the people of God happens to be personal agendas and lack of commitment. What is the spirit of a mission or a calling from God? It happens to be the particular way of how things are done by God's purpose according to that task. It is the particular way in which the Spirit of God moves and operates through the leader or the head of that mission and or calling. Example, apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, or teacher. Transformational, extensive deliverance and Jesus Believers Church, our ministry has a seal on it that identifies it as an equipper, as an enabler, empowerer. In the supernatural manifestation of God for building up the inward man, it carries on it a supernatural anointing that flows from the spirit through the soul into the body. In our mission, the power and the presence of God are evident and manifest. Not just when people are on the deadline or not just when people come here for ministry. 
but also in the ministry under our spiritual covering and in the discipleships of prayer in the family through deliverance healing and in every activity that we engage in. The way that we know that people have received the vision of this calling, this mission, is that they, too, have been given by God a similar calling, which enables them to catch the spirit of the vision and not just do written works. Many know the written works of the vision, but do not identify with its spirit. You see, God has called us to be ambassadors of his kingdom where we are ambassadors of the kingdom and to bring supernatural spiritual freedom wherever we go, wherever we are, whatever we are attaining to. And for that, he has given us his anointing, his ability, his talent, his charisma, and himself, which is perfected in and through our faithfulness. You see, we can be very talented, but if we're not faithful, we cannot fit in with the vision, God's vision. You see, God places us where he can turn us into his vessels capable of ministering himself to his own supernatural power. God doesn't just want to see us involved in the vision. God wants to see you committed to the purpose of his vision. You do the committing and God will do the training. I repeat that. You do the committing and God will do the training. He said so in his word, brothers and sisters. God said, I do not write these things to shame you. But as my beloved children, I warn you. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. For this reason, I have sent Timothy to you, 
who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 14 through 17. When we don't have the spirit of the visionary, when we don't have the spirit of the man or the woman of God that has been trained and commissioned by God, please post this in the chat room, we can contaminate the original vision of the mission. When we capture the vision, the spirit of the vision, the spirit of the visionary, we will have it not just in our head, but also within our spirit, within our soul, and it'll carry through in health and healing through our physical body. Catching the spirit of the visionary is the way we receive our inheritance and our blessings from God. Have you ever wondered why some people never capture the spirit of the visionary? Even after years of being in the church, while others who just arrived, it seems like they're instantly being used in miracles, signs, and wonders. Have you ever wondered why some of you are not delivered? Is it your agenda or is it your non-committal? Maybe. But the answer is they never caught the spirit of the visionary. And they never, hear me this morning, they never allowed God to make them. You see, it is God that takes us from where we are and makes us into what his purpose is for us to become. And as God was showing me, It takes God to make you a God-made man or a God-made woman. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. When God places us within a certain type of an anointing, it is for us to identify 
with the vision of that anointing. It is for us to identify with the vision of that visionary. Wherever God sends us, that is where God wants us to serve and bear fruit. Brothers and sisters, the sign, the sign that confirms if God has sent you is the fruit that you produce in all areas of your life. God sends us to serve, to be givers, and just not always taking or subtracting from his purpose or his mission. But before you can do this, effectively, and through love, not the love of the person, but your love for God, you will never do it if you cannot capture the spirit of the mission, the spirit of the visionary. You know, that is why I expect every person Most people come to the Ted line, tow up, broke down, seeking. And I expect that once God answers your need, you then, brothers and sisters, will be able to catch the vision, the mission, to heal the sick. To raise the dead, to win the lost, to cast out devils, to prosper and bear fruit in every area of your life. It is very difficult, it seems, for a lot of people in this generation. They want success, they want and I do too for that matter. But they never catch this. Service makes success. Sacrifice implies service in the kingdom of God. You see, God was the first to sacrifice his son out of his love for humanity. Brothers and sisters, God empowers you to serve. And let me tell you something. You cannot pretend to serve God if you're not willing to serve his people. And I mean a service that must be motivated through and by the love of God. Brothers and sisters, the ability to lead and to rule comes 
from service to God. If we don't serve, hear me this morning, if you don't serve God, you cannot lead or serve anybody else, not even your own children. You see, it doesn't take faith to serve when things are going good. It takes faith to serve when things are chaotic and you can't see what the end is. I want to share something with you. We are instruments of God. We are being used by God to release his power to his people. We are all assigned to a territory, brothers and sisters. But understand this. Not everyone is called to the fivefold ministry. And not everyone will accept the responsibility that comes with a fivefold ministry calling. An apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist. Whatever mission you call to, whatever purpose you have in the plan of God, you will recognize it. And you should be moving into the supernatural realm of God, helping people to supernatural freedom. If you're not Probably because you have not been activated or imparted or your heart hasn't changed and your gift and your gifting are still dormant. The reason I'm sharing this message with you this morning Is there something you have to know? And that is this. Can about 10 people post in that chat room? You have. It's a must. You have to be made by God. You have to be activated by God. For your gift to become alive. You see, many churches and many ministries enable people, so they think, in their purpose. They give them words. They give them tips. They even give them seeds that make it possible for them to carry out certain things. But brothers and sisters, 
according to the purpose and according to the plan and according to the will of God, the visionary God puts you with is not placed in your life merely to help you overcome testings and trials that the devil places upon you. The visionary, the mission, the calling, the purpose that God puts his visionaries in your life is because they are supposed to enable you and empower the people of God. And brothers and sisters, Ted Lines has a purpose. And that purpose that we are accomplishing And we are going to accomplish so much more in the coming days, weeks, months, years. Brothers and sisters, is to give anyone who desires it, according to the plan of God, the power the power to overcome sickness, the power to overcome the devil, the power to overcome the flesh and bring it under subjection. Why is that important, you might be thinking? Because the truth of the matter is If you don't have the power of God manifested in your life, you're dead. I said, if you don't have a manifestation of the real power of God, the true power of God manifested in your life, you're dead. That is why. It is God that makes you. It is God himself in the person of his own Holy Spirit that comes in you and indwells you to make you powerful in and through and by God himself. Through and in and by the person of his son Jesus which is himself, his own Holy Spirit, which is himself. You see, once you receive an impartation from God, once you are God-made, you then have the duty and the responsibility to take it to your family, to take it to your job, to take it to your school, 
at that point, you have been enabled, equipped, and empowered to bring the kingdom of God to earth, imparting it to others. Because you have received from God, our Father, you have received from the Lord Jesus Christ. You have received the Spirit of God Himself by way of His own Holy Spirit. However, hear me this morning. If you are a person with a personal agenda, and if you are a person who lacks commitment, if you are a person who does not allow God to be God, brothers and sisters, you would not be able to learn, receive from me or anybody else. If you can't receive from God, if your personal agenda won't even allow you to commit to God, nobody else will stand a chance. And you will have a hard time receiving. You see, part of the ministry, a part of the requirement of this ministry is for you to really know God for yourself. You see, Truly knowing God begins with accepting his salvation. Truly knowing God causes you to know that without the sacrifice of Jesus, we are all still dead in sin. Please post this in the chat room about eight people. A dead person, other than being dead in Christ, cannot raise him or herself to life. Do you hear me? A dead person cannot raise him or herself to life. In order to come to know anyone, once we have accepted the gift of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through faith, it is only then that we can begin to truly know God. The wonder of salvation is that we're not only saved out of an eternity in hell, but we saved to a life 
a glorious life, a wonderful life in Christ Jesus. And then we're invited into fellowship with God. Then we're made a part of God's family, brothers and sisters. After salvation, knowing God and being made by God starts, it just starts with hearing what God has to say about himself. Even though we cannot fully know God, fully, in this lifetime, God makes you. God enables you. God empowers you to know him in part. God begins revealing certain things about himself to you. I'm talking about now God is in the process of making you a God-made man or a God-made woman. He begins to make you through the revealing, brothers and sisters, through the revealing of himself to you, you begin to find these revelations in his written word. You begin to have an understanding through the Bible, through the incarnate and of the incarnate Jesus Christ. You also begin, because God is making you now, you begin to glean them through creation, which is his general revelation to everybody. God is making you now. You're becoming a believer. You have the ability from God to receive more of him. God is making you now. Through his own Holy Spirit. Coming to live within you. So that you can understand. And make sense. Of the fact. That God himself. Is making you. Through his word. And your newly gifted abilities such as you being able to perceive the things that he reveals to you. God is making you now. Along with that, you begin to read the scripture and God, as he is making you, causes you to desire to engage with him in things like prayer, fellowship, worship. God is again 
making you. God is making you to desire to have a much more personal and intimate relationship with him. God is making you. And you are becoming, at this point, a God-made man or a God-made woman growing in a newfound relationship as you would in any other relationship through time, through conversation, through sharing your heart with God, with Jesus, with God's own Holy Spirit now leading you into all truth, the truth of God's word. God is making you. God is making you ask him for his guidance. And God sends Jesus to his word to tell you. And I tell you, ask. And it will be given you. Seek. And you will find. Knock. And it will be open to you. For everyone who asks. And the one who seeks. Find. And to the one who knocks. It shall be open. Because you. Now. As a God made man. Or a God made woman. Can do so. Boldly. You now. As a God made man. Or a God made woman. Have been enabled to know God. To know his ways. Even more. Because now. You love him more. You love Jesus more. You love God's Holy Spirit more. Obeying God becomes second nature. Second nature. Jesus says to you, and you understand, because God made you. God causing you to abide in Jesus and Jesus to abide in you. You realize as the branch of God, you cannot bear fruit unless it abides in the vine, which is Jesus. Neither can you abide unless you abide which is so like breathing now because God has made you a God made man or a God made woman you did not choose God but God chose you 
and God appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide forever so that whatever you ask, your Father who made you in the name of his Son who made you, they can give it to you because Jesus, God your Father, and His Holy Spirit command you so that as you love them, you will love one another. When we come to understand that we have become God-made men. And we begin to understand that we have become God-made women. We begin to understand that love Because we understand it, not from a natural perspective, but we understand it from a God-made understanding. Because now you have become a God-made man or a God-made woman. Now you're receiving. Now you're experiencing the fullness of the blessings and the inheritance that God has for you. His commands become easier and easier to follow because you understand as a God-made man or as a God-made woman, that everything of God is meant for your good. Because God is bringing you into the understanding that as a God-made man, and as a God-made woman, you are abiding in God. Your attitude your actions, your very nature, and your very character is that of God, of Jesus, of God's own Holy Spirit. And you know from the inward witness of God that he exists. And that he rewards those who honestly seek him. Because now, your inward witness, your inward man, made by God, loves him with all of your heart, your soul, your will, your mind, your strength, 
your intellect, and your emotions. And as a life, as a life responds to God, God's life responds to you. Is that God makes you his very own. God made man. And God made woman. And you understand. As we understand here, our mission. My mission. The mission of Jesus Believer's Church. And the mission of the Ted Line is to train you to reign with God on earth as it is in heaven. You see, you are. I don't know where you at in the process. Not for me to know. My mission is to train you to reign with God. In the name of Jesus and by the power of God's own Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, and like some of the old saints knew, they knew that. And that's why they could write that song, Be Patient With Me. God is not through with me yet. Be patient with me. 
Y'all ready to go to church? 